Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. My name is Nigel Hammers here. Casey Daniels from the Kendall and Casey Show here for the side piece. Casey, how are you? I'm good. How about you guys? Um, the reaction has been almost I mean, laughable for the January 6th videos that were released to Tucker Carlson by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. I'm wondering what you thought. Like, I, like I looked at those, that footage, and it kind of confirmed what I already knew was that this wasn't an insurrection Mm -hmm. i mean there was definitely violence but there was there was this was not what it was advertised to be on the january 6th committee what do you think we're not diving deep into the waters of conspiracy and cherry picking no that's what chuck schumer said you know Uh, what it looked to me like a lot of people walking around the people's building some in fact getting tours and doors being opened by police officers and checked to see where they could go so no not uh a violent attack on our democracy. And if anybody was cherry-picking, I mean, the January 6th committee was cherry-picking. Schumer and Pelosi are cherry-picking. Cherry-picking the videos that they showed to America and what the January 6th committee wanted to show the narrative there. So what are you saying? They're not being completely transparent? I'm shocked. This is my shocked face My shocked face. Like, if you want to find an insurrection, Mm -hmm. look at the summer of 2020. Mm -hmm. How many police stations had Molotov cocktails thrown in Mm. or set on fire? You saw this in Portland. You saw this in places all over the country. Mm -hmm. Things are way more violent in big cities across this country every single night Mm -hmm. than what happened on January 6th. Yeah, and where are the investigations into that? Well, the one thing that is driving me crazy is you keep hearing this phrase, attack on our democracy. Okay, what exactly is an attack on our democracy? Is it censoring what people can say on social media? Is it not properly counting votes? Is it delaying news stories to affect an election? Is it ballot harvesting? Is it the open border where millions of gotaways have entered into this country illegally? That's a threat to democracy, which I believe, in my opinion, is a term that's been watered down. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. And And let's be honest here. The guy that's dressed like the Viking, mm-hmm. the Chewbacca guy, the shaman, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Right. Are we expected to believe that the nation with the world's largest military mm-hmm. is about to be brought down by that guy? By that guy. That guy was the threat to our democracy. With a painted face and an American flag. This is a country that you know got through Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. got through presidents being assassinated, mm-hmm. got through 9-11, mm-hmm. but the shaman was going to be the one that brought us all down. That's what we're supposed to believe. Well, and that's the other thing is they keep saying that this is the biggest attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Oh. Okay, and then you mention it. What about Pearl Harbor? What? What about 9-11? And then we're told that it's the number one goal of the congressional leaders. Isn't their number one goal about Americans and keeping us safe like people in Ohio or the border cities like Nigel mentioned? And the argument that I hear from some of these lunatics on social media is, well, this was America on America. 9-11 was outside forces. Mm -hmm. Pearl Harbor was outside. All right, fine. If you want to play that card, let's talk about Oklahoma City Mm. because that was United States on United States violence. And what Timothy McVeigh Mm -hmm. and his associates did in Oklahoma City on that federal building 
shooting Mm -hmm. was way more catastrophic than anything that took place on January 6th. And I keep hearing that, oh, we're going to get down to what happened. We're going to get to, isn't that what the commission was about? And they chose to just represent one side. Even without audio, you can clearly see that this was not as violent of an insurrection as being portrayed. And why do they not want the American people to see this? Like, what's the problem? Because it destroys their narrative. It destroys, they want to paint all Republicans as Trump crazy MAGA supporters. This was about, the January 6th committee was about uh, uh, smearing Trump so he doesn't so we won't run for president. That's mm-hmm. all this was. There was no representation on the other side. There was no cross-examining of any witnesses. It was a joke and a sham. And mm-hmm. these, I think this new footage, Casey, kind of confirms it. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was violence. The whole right. thing was a scam, though. It, 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 play the videos, let us see it, and then let us determine what happened. Don't just force feed it. This is all you need to know about this stuff. They're even lying, when I say they're, a lot of the mainstream media, Mm -hmm. about what Tucker Carlson did the other night. Mm -hmm. They're making it sound like Tucker said it was just a peaceful gathering. Mm -hmm. That's not what he said at all. He said there was a little bit of violence, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't an insurrection. Right. At no point did he say everything was peaceful. And for CBS, of all networks, CBS, to get their panties in a twist here, when they put (laughs) Laura O'Donnell up there on the screen Mm -hmm. and made her say the words, well, the riots of 2020 were mostly peaceful, but mm-hmm. did cost $2 billion worth of damage. <laughs> right. Your credibility is out the window. You lost it at that point. Yeah, totally agree. Casey Daniels is here. It's the side piece. You can hear Casey yeah. every Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on the Kendall and Casey show. I heard you guys talking about the good doctor, Dr. Jill. <laughs> Dr. Jill. You know, she was just here in Indiana this week. She was at Ivy Tech Community College in Valpo, I'm sure, giving lots of advice. But have you guys noticed that she's ramping up her appearances lately? Doesn't she's been she doing speaking events that Joe's not capable of doing. Yeah, well, of course, she likes to help him running to his defense all the time. I remember uh, back in January, he was asked a question by reporters, and she, you know, he was asked about the FBI searching his house, and he looked flustered, and she came in and yeah. intervened and saved yep. him, and that's like becoming a thing, like where she's coming in. Well, it's about more time she more. started saving her husband. Where has she been out for the last like three years? <laughs> Like letting Joe Biden go out there and just humiliate himself Mm -hmm. and trip up the stairs over and over again. At what point do you go full Apollo Creed's trainer and throw the damn towel? (laughs) And I feel like, Casey, I don't know about you, there's like a little, like a a Fetterman syndrome going on here with Mm -hmm. with Joe Biden. It's like, it's back and forth here because Mm -hmm. their wives are sort of pushing them and protecting them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Fetterman never should have been out on the campaign trail. But because the Democrats wanted that seat Mm -hmm. in the Senate, uh, they... They instead of Fetterman getting the rest that he needs, now he can't hear properly. He can't communicate properly. Right. He's in, uh, you know, Walter but, uh, Reed. Walter, yeah, exactly. And I feel like the same thing is happening with Joe Biden. You a know, little bit. when it comes to Fetterman, you you want to blame the Democrat Party for putting him that, in that position, but then you got to wonder where was the wife? But was he arguing with her? Like, did he know he was sick and he just kept pushing, saying, That's "I can do point. it. I can do it. Let me do it." And she was like okay it's his wish i'm gonna let him do it but with you know joe biden 
She, and she keeps getting asked, have you guys discussed the competency test? And No, we haven't had that conversation. We know Joe's been asked about it because we play that clip all the time. Test! Why the hell would I take a test? <laughs> right. That's like you saying, take a test when you're taking cocaine. <laughs> well, and she was also asked about the uh, FBI searching the house for the classified documents. And she acted like, I don't know what you're talking about. Search documents where? What? Hello, I know you have multiple houses, but you know what's in them. Let's go back to the the wives for just a moment, because I thought you said something really interesting. Okay. For argument's sake, let's just say that Fetterman was like, yes, this is something I want to do. I do want to get out there. Mm -hmm. Let's say that your better half, Mm -hmm. Miss Casey, said, you know what? I'm going to become a UFC fighter. I'm going to go out there and take on (laughs) Conor McGregor. As passionate as he may be Mm -hmm. about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't you have to say, no, you have to sit this one out? Yeah. I mean, if you truly loved them and you're looking out for their best interest, yeah, you kind of have to have that. I still think I can kick Mike Tyson's ass. No. (laughs) No, (laughs) you can't. Sit this one out. You're not made for that right now. I mean, yeah, you're right. If they truly cared about them, you'd think that they would, okay, it's a difficult conversation, and I know you don't want to hear this, but maybe this isn't the gig for you right now. Got a couple minutes left here. The side piece Casey Daniels. One of the best radio uh, segments I've heard coming into work uh, this week was when Rob was uh, kind of teasing you or pushing you to talk more about sh- this this mis- <laughs> this mysterious tattoo that you have. Oh. And you weren't you oh. weren't you weren't offering up very information. Very, <laughs> it was like it. I couldn't get out of my car. I was in the garage listening to it. I was like, oh, is she going to talk about it? Is she going to reveal it? You oh, want to know? We need to know where we and need what. To do, don't like, you? We need to do some content. You need to do a listener contest with mm-hmm. a winner and the winner only finds out what the tattoo is and where it is. <laughs> oh, that's so that I'll set the betting line, because right now it's even money, it's a tramp stamp. Like, tramp stamp, and then maybe something on the inner thigh is like mm-hmm. plus 100. Inner thigh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that you can only see it when I'm in my birthday suit or bikini. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Boom. both hey. of those are still in play. Hey, right? Hammer and Nigel pool party this year. You're invited. And? <laughs> Were you write, did you write something about uh, tattoos? Yeah, it's uh, permanently inked. This is the most popular tattoo for Hoosiers. Now, the one that oh. you have? No, not the one that I have. <laughs> the one that Hoosiers pick. Please tell me it's a picture of Rob Kendall's face right above your butt. <laughs> like, that's no. the tat that I the, the tattoo that I have, no, I do not have Rob Kendall's face anywhere on my body. Uh, but the Hoosiers' most popular tattoo is a sheep. Huh? Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? So it's not like understand. a barbed wire. It's not like no. A, it's not a, a butterfly. It's not. It's not. Mother. It's a sheep. It's a sheep. Yeah, I don't believe you. Oh, this is coming from Zipia. I didn't make this up. By the way, Americans spend one point six five billion dollars annually on tattoos. Wow. Uh, you got ink. I do not. I'm a wholesome nope. all-American boy. You're no ink, no piercings of mm-hmm. any kind. You are the weirdest thing ever. I'm surprised MTV hasn't put you on yet. <laughs> what about you, Nigel? You nothing. got any ink? Absolutely nothing. Nothing, no, huh? No, never. No, not my little brother Adam does. Mm-hmm. All, all, actually, all three of my brothers do all over their bodies, but I somehow uh, escaped that phase. Uh, do you know how much people pay for tattoos now? Well, Up to twenty five hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Crazy. I That's can't a imagine lot of money. That the ink. It, 
any better than it used to be? No, it's got to be the tattoo artist. There's some talented artists. tattoo artists out there, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, butterfly is the most searched tattoo, but here in Indiana, we like sheep, apparently. <laughs> so That's weird. really weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. I have so many questions, but By the we'll way, talk about it later. I don't have a sheep tattoo. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the clarification. Yep. Casey Daniels, the side piece, the Kendall and Casey show. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.